It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Yeah, we're the hosts on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. I'm Dennis, and the other voice you hear on this show is Brady, nine times out of ten. That is me, (laughs) unless Paul or Matt's here when I'm gone. But uh, Paul seemed to have done a very fine job, as we knew he would. Yeah, he's a pro. Things seemed to have gone smoothly for him. So that's that's always good. I like it when a plan comes together. Yeah, big thanks to Paul for filling in, so making my life easier. You're back though, and I you, am. Get to, you get to come back for a fun game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, a a knockdown drag out brawl between Port here on High and Port here on Northern. But first, I have to give some of my thoughts on some of the things that happened because there were some results from last week that say a lot. I think, especially as we come into the home stretch here of the regular season. I was just surprised by certain scores. Yeah. That, that's, like, my big thing was, like, Peck, for example. I, I would have guaranteed my house that Peck was going to win that game, and they lost by a touchdown. Yeah. I would have guaranteed my house that Deckerville would have mercyed Kingston, and they win by four. Yeah. yeah. I would have guaranteed my house – on a Marysville win. Yeah. And that was one of the big shockers. I want to give Clintondale credit, though, because it's uh, they weren't nearly as bad as I thought. No, they have, and Marysville they have some dudes. Marysville wasn't terrible. They made some mistakes, but they weren't terrible. Right. And they raced out like they were dominant for the, the first quarter and a half. Mm-hmm. But it is a four-quarter game, and uh, this is a three-part show. So we'll get into the uh, first big part now that this little part is over. Does that make any sense? Sounds like a plan. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast kind of a a lot to to go over but it's like where do you start what's the most important thing to you at this point I know what the biggest game of the week is regardless of of everything else that's going on and this time around we throw in a a championship is involved right I guess we can start with somewhat uh, like that with now after last week's results 
four of the six Macomb area conference schools or conferences will be or divisions will be won by a St. Clair County school. Yeah. I mean, which is that's wild. Yeah. And I know the one St. Clair one, I mean, by hook or by crook. Yeah. You still got it. They weren't going to. But hey, guess what? Now they are. And don't apologize. for it. Don't apologize for it. Take it. Go down to tower and win it outright. Yes. Because that is something that St. Clair hasn't had a lot of in its history. If they win at Tower, that will be only the second outright title in school history, the fourth league title. Um, but in the silver, Marine City keeps doing Marine City things. Like I looked at the score, and it's like we, what was, what did we say on uh, Friday show or Thursday show, whenever we did it? Um, we're like, okay, over under fifty, and do they give up double digit points? And their defense <laughs> only gave up six because they threw a pick six. Yeah. So, I mean, Marine City wins the silver. St. Clair's guaranteed a share of the gold. The winner. Which I think they're going to win it outright. I think they are going to go to Tower and win that game. Right. And then the winner of Northern High wins the blue outright. And Anchor Bay's gotten at least a share. And don't they play like Lance Cruz yeah, North, who they're, is they're just going, pitiful? They're going to win big next week and win the white outright. They're the only team in the white that, like, is – legitimate and then they're going to probably end up in a district with a bunch of red teams and then lose and lose yeah because the red's good like always is right like i say this ph or northern i think would win the white this year or at least would have a one game championship with anchor bay yeah that's the problem with anchor bay they don't play anybody in the area and and i wish they did and i think they're pretty good but we don't know because they, they never play anybody that we can compare them to because you can't compare them to Ford and Utica and these t- – Mott. We don't see these teams. Right. And the, the the high and northern scores, if you just go on our website and click on the scoreboard page and see, oh, 35-21 and 27-14, some kind of close games, no. No, those games going into the in, in the second half, no, high was up 35 nothing. Northern was up 27 nothing. Yeah, Nor- Northern was up 27 going into the fourth, and the second Lance Cruz touchdown came with eight seconds left in the game. Yeah. So that game was never in doubt, and PH was up 35 to nothing, and they rested their guys. Mm-hmm. And that's when Lakeshore got a little something done. Um, PH, uh, like a lot of teams in the area, they have a lot of young players, and those are value. That's valuable playing time to prepare them for next year and beyond. Oh yeah, and and if a guy gets hurt, you're not throwing someone into the fire right away. Portland and High and Northern, and this is just another crosstown showdown that's going to be a just doozy. I mean, Dennis, we talked about this off the air before we got on. Basically, since you got here, it was when you first got here, Northern won every crosstown showdown outside of one or two. Then, for about 10 ish years, maybe a little more, Port Huron won every crosstown showdown. And it's really only been in what the last five years that we've had some really big, meaningful matchups yeah. in that rivalry. And some really true. Like, I go back to 2019, and I know technically the second game that year wasn't the crosstown showdown it was a playoff game but it those was. two games were incredible northern won the regular season game 29-26 and ph won the playoff game 27-21 and both those games were not decided until the final play and time ran out yeah here are the scores of the since 2016 so the last 5 years 
20 to 3, Port Huron High beat Northern in 16. In 17, no, uh, Northern beat High 21 to 7. In 2018, it was a 21 14 game in favor of Northern. In 2019, the regular season went to Northern 29-26. The playoff game went to Port Huron High 27-21. And last year, Port Huron High won 20-7. But that was a 14-7 with three zeros on the clock. Yeah, and Myuri picked off the desperation pass and ran it back for a score with no time left. So, yes, it was a two-score game. But for all intents and purposes, if something crazy happened, Northern could have tied it on the final play of the game. Yeah. Yeah, instead of a pick six going the other way, it could have been six points and overtime. So this has been the bestest rivalry's ever been. I think so. This is like this is the first time where I believe we really have both teams in an upswing where they're both good at the same time. Usually, one's good and one's not so good. Yeah, and and we were talking about this as well. Like Northern, like Portland High is the sexier team. They have more just explosive players, like guys that can score from anywhere. But Northern just gets the job done. We ask them, okay, hey, put up some more points, and they put up 42. Okay, go down to Lance Cruz and win. And they dominate. Yeah. Like, not just win. I mean, they dismantled a talented Lance Cruz team, a team that one of these two Port Huron Ice or Port Huron Area Schools might see in the playoffs. Like, they just did what they needed to do, and the defense keeps being elite to getting another defensive score. Dennis, I think that's at least three, that's three in the in last, last two, two weeks. weeks. I think MJ Green had one earlier in the year that he got tackled at what, like the four-yard line? Yeah. Uh, you had a, a, a punt on a punt. They, they, got, sc- a they got a safety. And that's, that's enough defensive scoring that some teams will have in a decade. Like, this is a special northern defense, and you look at the two matches. And, and I'm going to say this too: they have a wild card because northern they kicked two field goals last week. Mm-hmm. They beat East uh, Point because they kicked two field goals in that game and got a safety. Mm-hmm. Like in in a tight game, they don't have to get all the way to the end zone. They just need to get in range for one of their two kickers, and they can they can win a, a two point game with a last second kick. Whereas with the Mitchell injury, kicking can sometimes be an adventure for the Big Reds. Yeah, and I also want to give the Big Reds. That's a very good point because I don't. This might be that kind of a game where a kick can win it. Yeah, and, and I have no idea what this game is going to be. Are, can Northern contain the uh, explosiveness of Port Huron High, or can't they for a MAC Blue title? Port Huron High's defense is also something that needs to be talked about because. The young guys get in very quickly. Like, yes, they've given up 21 and 23 points the last two weeks. Two weeks ago against Lance Cruz, one was a blocked punt. Uh, well, that was a blocked punt that went out of the end zone. It was two broken plays, and then they scored on the last play of the game, basically, against the second string. And last week it was 35 nothing in the third quarter. I mean, I don't know if this is the kind of game that it could be. But if you come back and it was a, a 10-7 game or a 14-7 game, that's a possibility. I think that's a be- – Because this will be the first time since week one and probably at some point in the second half of week one they took all the, the main guys out. Right. Just because it's like, okay, what's the point? Let's get some guys some reps. Um, but 
PH's number one defense usually only plays a half or three quarters. They're going to play all four quarters in this game, and they are good. Yes, they are very good. And I honestly think that a lower-scoring game hedges towards Northern just because they've had to do it this this year. And and you just look at what they've done and how consistently their defense has been. Dennis, it's just impressive. And they seem to be getting better. Well, like, I, I know PH has the the guys that can go, boom, 75 yards, six right. points. Um, they can make that happen. What happened this past week for Northern? They had a 73-yard touchdown yep, and Steinhauer. a 65-yard touchdown or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think a long pass. So, hey. That's something that they haven't had. Yeah. And, and that's, I, that's something that will help them in a game like this. Here's, the, here's what I can tell you. I guarantee you every player on each team thinks they're going to come in and, and take that trophy back to their school. I don't think there's a doubt. This is going to be a clash of the Titans. Yeah, I, and, and the thing is – this could impact who if you get a home playoff game or not. Yeah, both. I think both these teams feel like they can win this football game. So there's the other in, intriguing point about this. Let's talk about how this affects the future for these two teams because after PH, Northern's got to play at Romeo. They already know they have a Week 9 win. If they wanted it, they can try to – because if you didn't know, Cousineau canceled the rest of their season. Um, long story short, there was a mutiny. Yeah. I, I don't mess with it. I just take the points. It, it depends. You have to know how your team's feeling. If you're banged up, if not, who's available. There's a lot of factors that go into it. But, yeah, depending on how it goes, yeah, take the 55 points or whatever for beating a D2 school. Uh, and for the Big Reds, they've got to play Roseville the following week. Hey, I know you look at the schedule. Roseville's three and three now, but Rose Roseville is six and zero. Oh. Yeah, they have crushed everybody that they have actually played. They they were pissed off and scored seventy four points uh, on Friday to prove a point against Tower. Um, Ro, that that's a tough game. I don't care where they play it. They're playing it at PH this year. Plus, a lot of the kids are on that Roseville team played last year in a game where PH went down to Roseville and beat them 28-27 in a tremendous ball game that Roseville threw away. Yeah, and, uh, well. Well, I, we'll, I shouldn't we'll, say threw away, but they were up big early and couldn't hang on because the Big Reds deserve that win. We will um, and then we'll take Reds a look at, play collegiate. at all the playoff possibilities in the second segment. But, yeah, it, it's definitely a big, big showdown for a multitude of reasons uh, on Friday. This is – I mean, outside of, what, 2018, or excuse me, 2019, this might be the biggest the Crosstown Showdown's ever felt. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, I, and I hope people realize that, and I hope they come out to this game. Oh, I think you're going to have a huge crowd. I mean, and you got to remember, last year, it was, a, it was the biggest crowd of the season, but it was limited, and it wasn't right. cross, cross, for the Crosstown Showdown. Five six thousand people are what normally, and you've show gotten up, up to what game. like I mean, twenty nineteen to, to eight or nine for some games. Yeah, um, this game should be a game that people want to come and see because th on paper this is as as even as I can ever remember it being. Oh yeah, this one's going to be fun when the picks come up. 
Um, all right, who else do you want to talk about with the league championship? You want to just talk about Marine City real quick and how uh, they're well, just I mean, steamrolling everybody? We should, and the point that I want to make, and I made it a little bit on the, uh, the Saturday morning uh, show, is this is Marine City. A guy gets three carries, goes over 100 yards, and scores a touch. Another guy gets three carries, goes for 70 yards, and scores two touchdowns. Could you imagine if Tigert and Tetler each touched the ball 15 to 20 times a game, the ridiculous video game numbers that they could put up, especially the way they've just been bowling through people? And here's the thing. They hardly touch the ball, and Marine City is still bowling through people. I mean, we you go back and look through. This is as dominant as a six-game start to a season as Marine City's maybe ever had. I mean, I know you look through, and they've played arguably some tougher schedules where the scores weren't as lopsided. But as the season goes on, that Fitz win is looking more and more. Fitz is probably going to end up going 8-1. and one. Probably going to end up going 8-1. and one. And they have beaten every opponent they've played. Their closest game was Lampfear, and they still put up 62 points. And Marine City held them to 12. Like, Marine City is a team on a mission, and I don't think we'll know if they're going to be, like, regional championship good or state championship good until they play Notre Dame prep, and that's going to be the first huge test. Again, we said it. it we, I would call it the Marine City factor. Do they just make good teams look bad? Because St. Clair, okay, even if you take away the Roseville forfeit, might end up being 7-2. and two. Like, that's not a bad football team, and they dominated that game. For, by the way, if you don't know, in uh, – what has it been? It's been six games. Fitz has scored 60 or more in half their games, and their worst offensive output this season is 34 points other than the Marine City game. Right. Marine City held them to 12 – held the football team to 12 points – that had 34 against Clintondale, they had 40-something against Madison, and they had 60, 62, and 64 in their three other wins. So Marine City is just a team that's absolutely rolling. I think that the goals stay healthy because, I mean, we'll talk about it when we look at a possible playoff projection. They might have an easier road to a semifinal than most teams have had in their history. And they'll take advantage of it. Oh, 100%. Down. 100%. St. Clair got that forfeit win over Cousineau. Hey, first time I've ever seen a team get three wins in five days. But, I mean, <laughs> Was again, it even that many days? Oh, well, yeah, because Friday they got the win over North. Monday they got the win over Roseville. Roseville and Wednesday they got the win over Cousineau. Yeah. Um, but, hey, take it. Don't apologize for it. Now go beat Warren Woods Tower and win the Matt Gold outright. Well, number and, – and the other thing for the naysayers, uh, they were going to beat Cousineau whether oh, they played yeah. that game or not. Yeah. The the only thing that that does is it knocks like 59 points off their points for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, St. Clair, congrats. Um, keep going. They're a team that, Dennis, I know if we said at the beginning of the year, if I told you at the beginning of the year St. Clair would win seven games, you would have looked at me and gone, Brady, be realistic. Like, I know they're a local team. But they're a team that went one and six last year and struggled to score at all. They're not going to do that. And in their wins, they absolutely pour it on. And, and again, the, their one official loss is to Marine City. 
the other game they lost on the field to, to Roseville, those two teams undefeated teams if not for the forfeits for Roseville. Right. So, um, and BWAC real quick, technically there's still five teams alive in the BWAC title race, but for all intents and purposes, Armada Cross Lex is a championship game two weeks from now. The only thing standing in the way of an undefeated BWAC showdown is Armada has to play Almont and Algonac has to, or Cross Lex has to host Algonac. Okay, first things first, love the Rats. I've even picked them this season, but they're not beating Cross Lex. No. In Algonac, in Jetto, in Lakeport. Or at Cross Lex and the games at Cross Lex. Yep. That's going to be Cross Lex being Cross Lex this week. They will be undefeated in league when they face Armada. Armada has a little bit tougher task on the road at Almont, but after what has happened to Almont the last two weeks, they seem vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And the way Armada plays, and so far nobody has been able to stop the juggernaut, I think. Armada, Croslex, Week 8 will be two teams. One of them will suffer their first league loss. And you have to uh, – Elmont might be kind of the wounded dog scenario where they're backed into a corner and they're fighting for their playoff lives. But Armada – hey, we talk about that northern defense. Armada's given up 38 points this year. And, and even – let me put this. Uh, even if one of them loses – the game the next week is still for the championship, but it's just are we sharing it or right. is one of us the outright champion? Yep. So it's 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 a two team race. Yes. <laughs> it is a two team race unless something completely unprecedented happens. So all right. Um you wanna you wanna have some fun and look at the playoffs and and such? Yeah, let's take the break and then we'll do that. When you run with us on a Gator UTV The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back with uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports podcast. And, uh, yeah, I, I this is what I miss about the old format, like it or don't like it. I could tell you right here and right now, 
Northern's in, Marine City's in, Armada's in, Ubley's in, and with wins this week, Anchor Bay's in, PH is in, St. Clair's in, Croslex in. I can't do that anymore. Well, I mean, you can, <laughs> but you don't know for a fact. Like, without doing a bunch of math, you don't know. Basically, all those teams you mentioned are in. Like, I don't know, the, but you you need to go through and do everything to be 100% sure. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start big schools or small schools first? Um, start with the big schools. All right. So right now in Division Two, it seems pretty set what I think a district could be. Um, so it, Port Huron High and Northern obviously are going to be in the same district. I don't see a scenario ever where they get pulled away from each other. The question is, who's in it? Because in Division Two, they're kind of on an island. You have to go all the way down. The closest D2 school to them is like Lance Cruz. Uh, if you go west, you have to get to what? Like Flint area, Saginaw. So it's they're kind of on an island, and it's a grab bag who they get drawn with. Right now, and this is according to Snooze to you, uh, Northern and High would be in a district with Roseville and Lance Cruz. Now... Roseville would most likely be the four seed and have to go to Memorial Stadium, but they would probably still be the favorite to win that district because, again, technically three and three, but they are a very talented team. Now, the thing is, there's a scenario where Roseville might not make the playoffs. If Port Huron High can beat them week eight, and the following week, Roseville has to play Dakota, and they stumble there, a 4-5 and five Roseville team would most likely not make the playoffs. Now, the, the double-edged sword of that is, well, that leaves a spot open in their district, and who's about five miles from Roseville? It's not even that. Yeah, Warren D. LaSalle. So, is there any way that Mott gets that draw? I mean, Mott is, you look at it on a map, it wouldn't make any sense. Your only hope, the only other thing that might happen is if, let's say, Lance Cruz completely falls off the map or there's an, one of those four teams is doesn't make the playoffs, is that Gross Point South gets drawn up and they basically do a district that's along 94 and do that and you, they, De La Salle goes west. That would be the scenario... There's not a whole lot of variance in what can happen in D2 because, again, High and Northern are on an island. Like, they're not – like the, there's the, not a lot of different spots they can go. In that scenario, like, if, if De La Salle moves up, they're going to be the number one seed. If Gross Point South moves up, High and Northern right now are the home team in that right. matchup. So, that's – there's a little bit of of something nice there – for you, but Delis, it doesn't matter with De La Salle. I mean, they've proven that, uh, multiple times now that they can come up to Memorial Stadium and beat either team. Right. And again, it's hard to speculate. Like, that's just a simple one. I mean, Dennis, we were looking at scenarios before. A team on the west side of the state making the playoffs or not could completely throw all the, the districts in limbo because, okay, well, this team has to go here, this team goes here, and he's just drawing the circles of four teams. That gets messed up. But I think that's the most likely scenario in Division Two, and I don't think there's a lot of question that if either team will make it, especially with Port here on Northern, for all intents and purposes, being 7-0, and 
even if they lose to High and Romeo, they're still in the playoffs. Like, and in Port here on High, I think they they will beat Collegiate. Collegiate doesn't impress me with they're they're like four and two right now. Even if they end up six and three, they're still in the playoffs. So that's that's Division two. Um, Division three, Marysville has basically has to win out. That loss at Clintondale was a killer. That that stings. Yeah, because now you have a tough part of your schedule. Yeah, it's going to be a tall task to go three and zero the last three weeks. Um, the good news is a couple of those games are at home, but they're not easy games. And then if they got in, they would be in districts with like Harper Woods, Brother Rice, St. Mary's, or King. So, I mean, we talked about it last year. If Marysville ever won a state title or made a run to Ford Field. They can brag over any other team that's ever done it because they would have beaten like four state championship quality teams. Um, all right, so let's go to Division Four, and Division Four is where it gets very interesting. St. Clair, North Branch, and Croslex all look to be pretty safe bets to make the playoffs. The only one that's maybe in question is North Branch. Now, the the thing there is like those three schools will be in a district together. Now, the question is, who's that fourth team? And a couple of things play into that. So right now on Snooze to You, and again, the teams that are in are correct on Snooze to You. Like the playoff point is a black and white, cut and dry formula where... But it's based on today and not what it's going to be. Right. So if the playoff started today, he projects that Notre Dame prep would go with uh, St. Clair, Croslex, North Branch. By the way, St. Clair's probably going to be a one seed in whatever district they're in. Because they're they're the smallest team in a division with with a lot lot, with twos. Roseville's a one, and so they now technically have a win over a division one team. That's racking up wins. That's huge points. Yes, and bonus points because Roseville's winning winning more games. Roseville might win six games. Right, even with the three four the three four. So that is. Like, St. Clair is going to end up, if they win out, a top five seed in the state. So, those three are most likely going to be in the same thing. Now, Cross-Lex and North Branch, they're going to probably be on the road. Cross-Lex, because last week they played Almont. This week they're playing Algonac. Those are D6 schools. They're going to struggle to get playoff points just because of the size of the schools they're playing. And then we know Almont's a good program. Doesn't matter. It's all about size. Yeah, Almont is what D six, six or seven. Six. And especially if Almont can't pick up a win or two down the stretch, really going to hinder Cross Lex. Now, if it's not Notre Dame Prep, who is a very talented team, that would be one of the tougher districts in the state. It would be a team like Lampfear. And Lampfear, I don't know if that's a more winnable game or not. Lampfear, the other wild card might be Country Day. Those are all schools that you look at a map, you look at these pins and everything. Uh, it depends where it goes. And the other thing that might throw a wrench in that is you want to talk about a team on an island in Division Four Freeland is like the only D4 school projected to make the playoffs within like 100 miles of them. Like, they are way out there. They're, if you don't know Freeland by Saginaw, they might have to go west and play teams like Cadillac or, or, or Sparta. Like, they might be going 
that direction, and that'll throw it off. It all depends how the yeah. MHSA draws the lines. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, there's one guy that hmm. would enjoy Freeland coming over oh, to his yeah. bracket. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Le- I think the Mike f- Legrole would love to play Freeland. Play his in a alma mater game. Oh yeah, don't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, he would. He would and I don't think he'd care that. where they played it. No, but that's just something to look at if you're trying to figure out. Well, who might they play? It might be St. Clair being the one seed and Cross Lex right now. If the playoffs started today, would have to go to Notre Dame Prep. Now the good news is, if Notre Dame Prep is in a district, we'll get to see them and actually get eyes on them to say, okay, Notre Dame Prep's legit, or Cross Lex should be the favorite in that yeah, game because in Week Nine. They're playing Marine City. And that should be a very, very good game. But, again, you look at it like when we were looking at different scenarios and there's a thing, it's out of all things, called goosepoop.org or something.com, and you can go. Goofy name, but a great site. Yeah, you go pick a team and you fill out the rest of the schedule and see, okay, if this happens, this is how what would happen. And, like, if Tecumseh gets in, that would swing, whether it's Lamphere or Notre Dame Prep and things like that. But it looks like those three teams will be in a district together. So, again, not too much variance, but I think if you had to pick, by the way, Lamphere right now has 46 playoff points. Notre Dame Prep has 48. Croslex has 45.6. So you might be able to finagle a home game, especially if maybe Marysville or someone can knock off Lamphere down the stretch. Um, yeah, but they play uh, they play South Lake, Marysville, Hazel Park, Lamphere, so... Croslex getting a home game might be tough in that scenario. All right. But, again, of our area teams uh, that I don't worry about, like I don't worry about Marine City when they have to go on the road. I don't worry about Croslex if they have to go on the road. It's less about worrying about them going on the road and more about, like, if you get a country day at Croslex. We talked about it last year with North Branch and why going to Lapeer changed things. You get them to go to – nowhere Michigan, somewhere they didn't know existed. They thought it was – Dennis, when I was in at Wayne State, people thought Marysville was a two-and-a-half-hour drive from, <laughs> from Detroit because they just it's, – it's north of 23 Mile. That's up north. <laughs> like, so it'll feel like a five-hour bus ride to them. It's less – I'm less worried about Cross-Lex because I know they'll travel. It's more about, hey, maybe you can get advantage because they have to travel. Even if they have to go to Country Day, because it'll be on a Saturday afternoon on that nice turf field, I don't discount Croslex's chances there. Oh, no. No, but let's not get the cart too far ahead yeah, of the no, horse. I, I know. I know. Um, Division 5 is where more of our local teams are, and this might be our best chance for a local district. Right now, Marine City, Richmond, Armada, Lutheran North is a district, according to Snooze to You. And one thing I want to bring, well, let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about the district because Richmond has a tough road the rest of the way. They are not a guarantee. If they win one more game, they're most likely in the playoffs. But that means they have to beat one of North Branch, Almont, and Jackson County, Parma Western, who is 4-2, and two, and I couldn't tell you anything about them. Um, I don't know if their wins are good, bad, and different. Uh, they, they're they a, a little bit of a bigger school, so if Richmond can get a win, p- potentially bumps them to a three seed instead of a four. Uh, 
yeah, but that's and Lutheran North schedule is very favorable down the stretch. So it's likely those four teams make it, and that's probably a slam dunk for a district. I'll tell you what's a slam dunk in that district is Marine City and Armada playing for the district title and one of them going to the regional. And if they do that, which I think is very possible, it looks like the regional final would be as winnable as a game as I have ever seen a regional final be. Right now, the downriver schools in Division 5 are bad. Like, if the playoffs started today, the District 2 in Region 4 would be Dundee, who is 4-2 and two and very eh. Like, I know they, 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 none of their wins impressed me. Maybe I just don't know enough about them. Um, Detroit Cody, nothing. Two and four Flat Rock and two and four Flint Powers. And the most interesting team there is Flint Powers. Dennis, we complained about hypotheticals um, in, in the summer and when we were talking about this before. Well, and people go, well, that's just all hypothetical. Yeah, technically it could happen, but it never would. If Flint Powers loses out and goes two and seven, their playoff point average will be higher than it is right now at two and four, and they would—they are a lock to make the playoffs right now, Dennis. Yeah, they—they—they they, they, they they can lose out, and they're still going to the playoffs at two and seven, and their wins would have been over Flint Hamity, who is an all right team, and Saginaw Arthur Hill, who has not won a game. But they've also played some giants. They have, but at what point? Okay. Our complaint was, all right, so you can just schedule a bunch of really good teams, get killed every game, and then go to the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I'm just just out of curiosity. I wonder if there is a way you could go on nine and make the playoffs. You're like theoretically, a, but two and you're, seven. You're like a Division Eight school, and you somehow get nine D1 teams to play you. That you wins lose all of them, but they're all teams that you know are. Eight wins are better. And right. You could make the playoffs. So, anyway, looking at the, the road for Marine City and Armada, I think the winner of that game, if this is what holds, and there's, I don't think there's a lot of variance, if that's what holds, the winner of Marine City Armada is staring a state semifinal matchup in the face. Now, I just, that I just state think it's- semifinal game would be – a dogfight. I just, uh, just real quick, I just find it interesting that if anybody but Dundee won that other district, doesn't matter who wins the the district, Marine City, Richmond, Armada, or Luther North, they get a home game against everybody but Dundee in the regional. Right, if it started right now. And Armada and Marine City get a home game no matter what. Right. So, it could be a lot of games at East China Stadium, <laughs> which would be a lot of fun. But... And the other region, and this might help uh, Marine City or Armada because the Bugaboo Frankenmuth is over there, and along with them, Essexville Garber, uh, also Williamston, and Portland. Now, those are four teams that I think, at the beginning of the year, people were talking about possibly playing for a state championship. You have a much easier road if you're Marine City. Again, not discounting the Armada game, or, uh, I mean, that's their toughest game 
And, I mean, I know Richmond's there. They've had battles in the playoffs, but when Richmond's had their two big games, it's not gone the Blue Devils' way. You could potentially have a much less physical road and a much less demanding road than, say, a Portland or Frankenmuth. And Who may end up playing each other right, in a regional game. Which would just be a bloodbath. Yeah. And you'd get them the next week. And where that game would be played, I, I, we're, we can talk about that in a month. Well, yeah, but right now. It'd be a, it's a state semifinal game, yeah, neutral it's, site. It's a neutral site, but, I mean, you know. if you play Frankenmuth, play it like, I mean, what's a turf field by, like, Ortonville-Brandon? Somewhere in Flint area? Anyway, but that's what. I know what, where there's a turf field where they should play that game. Where? Marysville. <laughs> I'm tired of those teams getting the game where they only have to drive a half hour and our teams have to drive an hour and a half or more. I know you are. Um, like the last time uh, Marine City met Portland, they had to drive over to Howell or someplace. Anyway, before you get too far in your rant, Ugh. by the way, right now, Almont is barely in the playoffs. They would meet Millington if they started today in Division 8 with our smaller schools. Ubley would play USA, and Harbor Beach would have a rematch with a Cass City team. Mooney would get drawn to kind of to the west with Clarkston Everest, Flint Beecher, and Marlette. So depending on how, on what teams end up making the playoffs and which don't depends if Mooney goes north or west or potentially even south because in a different district is actually Mount Clemens and they're not that far from Mooney but they'd be in a different district. Yeah, I think Mooney's going to win out. I don't know if that's going to change their position. Yeah, I, I'd have to look through everything. Uh, you know, Cabrini. Uh, but K-Pack is, is in there, and the uh, other game is Whitmore Lake. Oh. But they get three straight home games to finish the season, so it goes Cabrini, Whitmore Lake, and then um, K-Pack to close out. I think those are three winnable games for them. Yeah. So, all right. Um, anything else before we get into our top ten, which, oh. which honestly – I wish there was something more because uh, uh, top ten, is, I just I – just, <laughs> we'll I hate it. We'll be fine. I hate it. Here, uh, I'll do this one. Uh, if it started right now, Deckerville would play uh, Britain Deerfield, and the other side would be uh, Genesee and Lenaway Christian, who is uh, a really good uh, team. Uh, and then in uh, Division Two, it might not matter where anybody is because I don't know if anybody's beating Morris. Yeah, the, right now the district be would killing be everybody. Portland, St. Patrick, Peck, North Huron, and Morris. And Peck would have to travel Portland, St. Patrick has been one of those bugaboo playoff teams for teams from the Thumb area. So that's that's would be a tough draw if it stays the way. That was a tough loss for Peck this uh, past week. Yeah. I, I would have bet money they were three touchdowns better than Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart. I was shocked when I saw that score. I, I don't know which score shocked me more, that one or the Marysville game. And, in fact, I told you before we went on the air, if I wasn't at – the Marysville game, I would have just said, nope, that score was reported wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw that too. So, All right, top tens are next. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. I hate you. You introduced this segment. It's the top (laughs) ten, folks. Um, Top ten every week. Dennis begrudgingly does it. He basically puts the names in a hat, pulls it out, and that's how he gets his top ten each week. I've had a different top ten every week. Um, Yeah. I'm looking at mine right now, and honestly... This is probably going to be the least tough one to do, just going off of last week's. Now, ne- the next couple weeks, things are going to get thrown for a loop. Right now, I don't think it's going to be too different. Dennis, you start us this week. Okay, at number 10 is where I slot Cardinal Mooney. I know they lost big time at Everest, but I actually kind of expected that. Everest is legit. Uh, that was a tough game for uh, a good Mooney football team to go down and try to win. But Mooney's 4-2. and two. They have four good wins. I think they're going to win out and be a 7-2 and two football team and a team that makes the, the playoffs. And with Marysville not winning, I really don't have a team from outside to bring in new and fresh. Harbor Beach got upset. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Marysville got upset. So Mooney's going to hold in despite a bad loss to a good team. They're still four and two. They're still good enough to be my number ten team. So you have a team that just had a, a same like you, really bad loss, but they stay in. I keep Almon in. I just looked at every other team below them, and I don't think I could justify putting them over Almont. It's more or less Almont earned this than nobody else took it from them. Like if Marysville wins, I put them in there. If Mo- if Mooney wins, I'd probably shoot them up the rankings a little more. There, if Harbor Beach wins, they slot in there, but they didn't. So I got to keep Elmont in there. So Elmont's my number ten team. Nine is where I put Elmont. Again, I'm not going to punish them too much for loss on overtime loss on the road at North Branch. And let's face it, the the BWAC has two big monster teams in it. One of them is Crosslex. Mm-hmm. They lost the Crosslex 41-7. to But, again, I like Elmont against a lot of other teams. Um, I don't know how much they're going to win down the stretch. I don't know if they're going to be able to maintain staying in the, the top ten. But I also don't know who's going to win enough football games to kick them out of the top ten. But right now, Elmont is at least the ninth best team in our area. At least. Well, I will tell you what, my number nine team is not Cardinal Mooney. We have a newcomer in the poll. The first time this season, the Marlette Red Raiders make my poll at four and two. They lost an opening game to Reese. Reese, pretty good team. They just lost the Bad Axe, but they were pretty good. And Marlette gave up three defensive scores in that game. That's an anomaly. And the only other loss since then is Ubley. And I have said... All along, Ubley's a team that is bound and determined to get to Ford Field and no one's getting in their way. Again, who else would I put there? You want to make the argument for Elmont? Sure. 
But Marlette, I know they've just beaten Brown City, K-Pack, and Memphis, but they're 4-2. and two. I don't have anyone else to put in there. Let the Red Raiders go in there. I, I'm fine with that other than I'd say this, that I believe that if Elmont and Marlette played a game, Elmont would win. And that, and I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Speculation on my part, but that's why I kind of, because I looked at them and I'm like, eh, you know, they're they're four and two. I give them a little love, but I just, uh, I've seen Elmont play. I believe Elmont would be a serious threat in the GTC East, even to Ubley. Yeah, well, I mean, nine and ten were kind of a grab bag. For, for me, there's eight deserving teams to be in this poll this week. So, 9 and 10, we're kind of up in the air. So, go ahead, Dennis. I got that. At, uh, number eight is where I've got North Branch. I think they're going to win out the, their schedule, or at least they have the, a really good chance to win out their, their schedule. Their win over uh, Elmont changed my doubting ways for uh, North Branch. Uh, are they a great football team? No, but they're a pretty damn good football team. Yeah, North Branch is number eight for me, and for everything you just said, that win over Elmont kind of solidified themselves. Like, it answered the questions uh, that I had. And plus, let's be fair, that Armada loss is looking better with hindsight because when it first happened, you went, oh, maybe they're not that, that great, but Armada's proven they're a wrecking ball. And North Branch has given them their toughest game yet. North Branch at number eight to me. Yeah, North Branch probably gave Croslex their toughest game so far. Well, in the BWAC, yes. Yeah. All right, uh, number seven is where I put St. Clair this week. The The Saints are on an upswing. They're another team that I had some doubts that Gross Point North win was great. I wish they could have played this week because uh, 70 to nothing win, even though it's Cousineau, is sexy and but I, I've got the the Saints uh, solidly in at number seven because I just simply think six through one. I don't know if I've got them in the right order, but they're definitely the top six teams in the area. Yeah, St. Clair's number seven for me. I'm not going to fire them on their day off. Um, <laughs> yeah, they won this week and clinched the hey, league title. Since last time we did the rankings, they've gotten two wins. So, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, St. Clair at seven. Matt Gold, at least co-champs. Congratulations to them. They're number seven. Number six is where I put Ubley this week uh, because, again, I just I respect their resume and I respect what they do on the field, and they're 6-0 and uh, and kind of an unchallenged 6-0. and And that's not from a lack of a tough schedule. That's why I have Ubley at six. Um, yeah, a 34-6 win over Sandusky, and they have two – cakewalks until they play at bad acts yeah so they're gonna be eight no going into that game and that might honestly dennis if that game was on like a thursday or a saturday i might just go up to watch that game it, it'd probably be worth it because uh we know that bad acts is good and mm. we know that ugly is good and generally you get a good game when two good teams play each other yep generally. so we've agreed too much on this one number six ugly for me Number five is where Croslex is this week, another gargantuan uh, win. But, again, everybody else in front of them won, so I can't punish one team over the uh, other. But uh, Croslex, let, let, let's just say it. We've got five elite teams in our area right now, and Croslex is one of them, but I've got them at number five right now. That Williamston game is a stinger. They beat the Williamston team. They're Arguably, they're number one, 
because I might have them number one in spite of Marine City doing what they do to this point through six weeks. They've done what's expected. They've beaten teams they're supposed to beat. And number five, that's where I kept Northern. It's another nice win, but again, the teams ahead of them also did what they needed to do. And for, for to make a shift at this point, someone has to do something unexpected. Like if Northern went out and beat Lions Crew 60 to nothing, I go, oh my God, maybe I should move them up. Like that's unexpected. It's, it was a very nice win. It was a statement win. Now, here, here's a question that's going to throw you in a tizzy. If Northern or High dominate the game on Friday, how high do you vault them? Um, they get to move up, but you know what? Who else gets to move up? Croslex gets to move up. Mm-hmm. That's what Croslex needs. See, my thing is, is I've had Northern and PH up there all season long for what they've been doing, and Croslex – even though I've always thought they are a good team and they may win the BWAC, which also will propel them yes. up a little higher in the rankings. Um, my, my thing is, though, that I've had those two teams up. They keep winning, so I can't justify moving Crosslex past them right now. One of them is going to lose this week, mm-hmm. and if Crosslex puts on a show against Algonac, Crosslex will probably be higher than the loser of the – yeah, you Big say that until Jordan you get a 22-21 game that's decided on a two-point conversion. Well, I mean, but still. Right. Um, so, something's something's got to give, and if one team keeps winning that I think is good, and two teams, it's uh, not my fault they had to play each other. <laughs> right. All right, who's your number four team? Number four is PH. Um. Yeah, uh, yeah that's where I have PH, too. They, they beat a Lakeshore team, got the young guys in. Again, what do you want them to do? I know it's not a lot of change in either of our top tens, but not a lot was worth changing. Number three. Everybody kept moving along. Three is where I have Northern at. Again, it's about being 6-0. You know, I love Crosslex. I love PH. PH might beat Northern, but right now, both of those teams have a loss. Northern doesn't have a loss. And the Northern defense has been legit through six weeks of the season. And now all of a sudden they're scoring more points. I'm not going to punish Portier on Northern. I'm going to keep them where they've been. Yeah. All right. So three is where I had my biggest, the toughest decision to make. Because I had said for the past few weeks, that Armada had a better resume than Croslex. If you strip the names down and just said Team A, Team B. Armada beat a team that, I mean, doesn't really bolster a resume. That's not something you put on the top of your line if you're Armada and you run MLA City. Now, Croslex ran Almont. And would have run MLA City. Yes. So that's a very nice win. That's a Elmont team that we both said is a top 10 team in the area, Dennis. So it's okay. Is that enough to put them up over Armada? And I'm going to cop out and say I'm going to wait till this week and see what Armada does. And I'm keeping Crosslex at three just because I don't want to. I mean, okay, I'm not going to get in the business of, oh, Crosslex beat Elmont by. 34 or made only beat them by 27 so 
Croslex is better. Like, yeah, no, I'm like not going to do that either because if that were the formula, St. Clair would be higher than Port Huron Northern, so and I don't think that's, that's the case. Th- th- basically, these two teams, because Croslex is three, it's a holding pattern. And le- unless something unexpected happens next week, week eight will decide who it is. Uh, and, I will tell you what, the, the difference – between nine and eight in my top ten is greater than the difference between eight and one, and the difference between like five and one is microscopic. I think. Yeah. No, I. The, or at least five and two. Yeah. I, you, no, I, I'm from from one to five. I think you could make an argument for any of those teams to be number one. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, and I would listen to your argument. Here's the thing with my top three: they're eighteen and zero. They haven't been beaten by anybody. And until somebody beats them, they're my top three teams. Right. So, number um, two. I, I can't flinch on that. So, Armada is number two. Yep. Armada is number two. I mean, went through the whole soliloquy with Cross-Lex at number three. It's going to be decided on the field in like a week and a half. So, I'm not going to go and try to go, okay, well, common opponents, this, this, this. We'll we'll find out yeah, in two weeks. I'll, I'll let them decide where they're going to end up on my poll after week eight. Yeah, and and unless like Armada squeaks out a game against Almont or like they win a six to three game, then maybe I they consider that. But if Armada goes to Almont, gets the job done, it's staying two and three until that game happens. All right, and then obviously number one is Marine City. I don't even know why we uh, have to point that out to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> We should just go one ten nine eight seven six because Marine City's number. I think Marine City's been number one in every single poll I've done. Yeah, see, I was different last year because last year you had them one and I had them two and PH one. Um, like, this year, I've been right along with you that uh, until the until somebody beats them, uh, and even if somebody beats them, if they don't whip them, what can you do with Marine City? Like. Right. They just seemed to be I mean, the class. Last year, it felt like area. we kept number one and two. We're like five through one this year. Looking back on it, Marysville probably was close to that same category, especially you look at the talent on that King team that they lost to. Very impressive. But Marysville had some special players last yeah, year. Like if I wish we would have had a full season with that team. But like one and two was the biggest debate last year. Like, we, I think we both agree last year, whoever number three was, it felt like there was a jump and then got to number two, whether it was PH or Marine City. Where now, I mean, you could ma- I could give you six teams and you could make an argument they could be number one and I wouldn't laugh you off the yeah, table. In I, fact, I, 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 I might listen to you. I'm just saying one through five this year is a compliment. If you land, I mean, even because you, you have up at six, one right? five. It's a compliment. Because Ubley might be, pound for pound, kid for kid, the best team in the area. It's just that they're the smallest. But for small schools, they might have the best chance to win a state title out yeah. of any team in the area. Yeah, yeah. That's And again, how you, you can't really ignore that. Right. But again, we know if Crosslex played Ubley or Port Huron played Ubley, or Marine City, or Armada, or Northern played Ubley. It's probably not much of a game, but Ubley's got 22 kids on their team, and all they do is beat right. the teams and they have 150 to play. kids in their school. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big difference. Right. So, 
There, there, there's more kids walking in the hallways of those other schools who don't go out for football than there are in the entire school at Ubley. Exactly. So, anything else before we wrap this up? I think that uh, I've tried to talk my way out of everything <laughs> well enough. I think if I were in court, I could get a hung jury. <laughs> Reasonable doubt. <laughs> Reasonable doubt. We're going to have a fun guest picker up for Thursday's show. Oh, yes. This is uh, – and I'm also going to have to get the woo-woo switch, too. <laughs> That's why we can edit it. But anyway – It's going to be a lot of editing. It's going to be a lot of fun, though. Yes, it will be. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports. What can you do with Marine City? Like, right. They just seem to be I mean, the class. Last year, it felt like area. we kept number one and two. We're like five through one this year. Looking back on it, Marysville probably was close to that same category, especially you look at the talent on that King team that they lost to. Very impressive. But Marysville had some special players last yeah, year. Like, if I wish we would have had a full season with that team. But like one and two was the biggest debate last year. Like we I think we both agree last year, whoever number three was, it felt like there was a jump and then got to number two, whether it was PH or Marine City. Where now I mean, you could make I could give you six teams and you could make an argument they could be number one, and I wouldn't laugh you off the yeah, table. In no, fact, I, I, I might listen to you. I'm just saying one through five this year is a compliment. If you land, I mean, even because you, you have Ubley at one six, right? Five, it's a compliment because Ubley might be pound for pound, kid for kid, the best team in the area. It's just that they're the smallest, but for small schools, they might have the best chance to win a state title out of any team in the area. Yeah, yeah, that's and again, how you you can't really ignore that. Right. But again, we know if Crosslex played Upley or Port Huron played Upley or Marine City or Armada or Northern played Upley, it's probably not much of a game, but Upley's got 22 kids on their team and all they do is beat right. the teams and they have to 150 play. kids in their school. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big difference. Right. So there, there, there's more kids walking in the hallways of those other schools who don't go out for football than there are in the entire school at Ubley. Exactly. So anything else before we wrap this up? I think that uh, I've tried to talk my way out of everything <laughs> well enough. I think if I were in court, I could get a hung jury. <laughs> <laughs> reasonable doubt reasonable doubt we're gonna have a fun guest picker up for Thursday's show oh yes this is uh I'm, and i'm also gonna have to get the woo -woo -woo switch too <laughs> that's why we can edit it but anyway it's gonna be a lot of editing it's gonna be a lot of fun though yes it will be from port huron to marysville and st Clair to marine city the blue water area is stuck on sports it's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Yeah, we're the hosts on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. I'm Dennis, and the other voice you hear on this show is Brady, nine times out of ten. That is me, <laughs> unless Paul or Matt's here when yeah. I'm gone. But uh, Paul seemed to have done a very fine job, as we knew he would. Yeah, things he's a to, pro. See, things seem to have gone smoothly for him. 
So that's that's always good. I like it when a plan comes together. Yeah. Big thanks to Paul for filling in. So making my life easier. You're back, though, and I you, am. Get to, you get to come back for a fun game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a a knockdown, drag-out brawl between Port here on High and Port here on Northern. But first, I have to give some of my thoughts on some of the things that happened because there were some results from last week that say a lot, I think, especially as we come into the home stretch here of the regular season. I was just surprised by certain scores. Yeah, that that's like my big thing was like Peck, for example. I I would have guaranteed my house that Peck was going to win that game, and they lost by a touchdown. Yeah, I would have guaranteed my house that Deckerville would have mercyed Kingston, and they win by four. Yeah, I yeah. would have guaranteed my house on a Marysville win. Yeah, and that was one of the big shockers. I want to give Clintondale credit though because it's. Uh, they weren't nearly as bad as I thought. No, they have, and they have some dudes. Marysville wasn't terrible. They made some mistakes, but they weren't terrible. Right. And they raced out like they were dominant for the, the first quarter and a half. Mm-hmm. But it is a four-quarter game, and uh, this is a three-part show. So we'll get into the uh, first big part now that this little part is over. Does that make any sense? Sounds like a plan. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. 
TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast kind of a a lot to to go over but it's like where do you start what's the most important thing to you at this point I know what the biggest game of the week is regardless of of everything else that's going on and this time around we throw in a, a championship is involved right I guess we can start with somewhat uh like that with now after last week's results Four of the six Macomb area conference schools or conferences will be or divisions will be won by a St. Clair County school. Yeah, I mean, which I, is that's wild. Yeah, and I know the one St. Clair one. I mean, by hook or by crook. Yeah, you still got they it. They weren't going to, but hey, guess what? Now they are. And don't apologize for don't it. Don't apologize for it. Take go, it. Go down to Tower and win it outright. Yes, because that is something that St. Clair hasn't had a lot of in its history. If they win at Tower. That will be only the second outright title in school history, the fourth league title. Um, but in the silver, Marine City keeps doing Marine City things. Like I looked at the score, and it's like we 
what was what did we say on uh, Friday show or Thursday show, whenever we did it? Um, we're like, okay, over under fifty, and do they give up double digit points? And their defense <laughs> only gave up six because they threw a pick six. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, Marine City wins the silver. St. Clair's guaranteed a share of the gold. The winner, which I think they're going to win it outright. I think they are going to go to Tower and win that game. Right, and then the winner of Northern High wins the blue outright. And Anchor Bay's gotten at least a share, and don't they play like Lance Cruz yeah, North, they're, who they're, is they're just going, pitiful? They're going to win big next week and win the white outright. They're the only team in the white that like is legitimate, and then they're going to probably end up in a district with a bunch of red teams, and then lose and lose. Yeah, because the red's good, like always is. Right, like I say, this PH or Northern, I think would win the white this year. Or at least would have a one-game championship with Anchor Bay. Yeah. That's the problem with Anchor Bay. They don't play anybody in the area. And, and like, I wish they did. Because I think they're pretty good. But we don't know because they, they never play anybody that we can compare them to. Because you can't compare them to Ford and Utica and these t- Mott. We don't see these teams. Right. And the, the the high and northern scores, if you just go on our website and click on the scoreboard page and see, oh, 35-21 and 27-14, some kind of close games, no. No, those games going into the in in the second half, no, high was up thirty five nothing. Northern was up twenty seven nothing. Yeah, Nor- Northern was up twenty seven going into the fourth, and the second Lance Cruz touchdown came with eight seconds left in the game. Yeah, so that game was never in doubt. And PH was up thirty five to nothing, and they rested their guys. Mm-hmm. And that's when Lakeshore got a little something done. Um, PH, uh, like a lot of teams in the area, they have a lot of young players and those are value. That's valuable playing time to prepare them for next year and beyond. Oh yeah. And, and if a guy gets hurt, you're not throwing someone into the fire right away. Portland on high and Northern. And this is just another crosstown showdown. That's going to be a just doozy. I mean, Dennis, we talked about this off the air before we got on. Basically, since you got here, it was, when you first got here, Northern won every Crosstown showdown outside of one or two. Then, for about 10-ish years, maybe a little more, Port Huron won every Crosstown showdown. And it's really only been in, what, the last five years that we've had some really big, meaningful matchups in that rivalry. And some really like I go back to 2019 and I know technically the second game that year wasn't the crosstown showdown it was a playoff game but it those was. two games were incredible northern won the regular season game 29-26 and ph won the playoff game 27-21 and both those games were not decided until the final play and time ran out. Yeah, here are the scores of the since 2016, so the last five years. 20-3, Port Huron High beat Northern in 16. In 17, no, uh, Northern beat High 21-7. In 2018, it was a 21-14 game in favor of Northern. In 2019, the regular season went to Northern 29-26. The playoff game went to Port Huron High 27-21. And last year, Port Huron High won 20-7. But that was a 14-7 with three zeros on the clock. Yeah, And Myuri picked off the desperation pass and ran it back for a score with no time left. So, yes, it was a two-score game. But for all intents and purposes, 
if something crazy happened, Northern could have tied it on the final play of the game. Yeah. Yeah, instead of a pick six going the other way, it could have been six points and overtime. So this has been the bestest rivalry's ever been. I think so. This is like this is the first time where I believe we really have both teams in an upswing where they're both good at the same time. Usually, one's good and one's not so good. Yeah, and and we were talking about this as well. Like Northern, like Portland High is the sexier team. They have more just explosive players, like guys that can score from anywhere. But Northern just gets the job done. We ask them, okay, hey, put up some more points, and they put up 42. Okay, go down to Lance Cruz and win. And they dominate. Yeah. Like, not just win. I mean, they dismantled a talented Lance Cruz team, a team that one of these two Port Huron Ice or Port Huron Area Schools might see in the playoffs. Like, they just did what they needed to do, and the defense keeps being elite to getting another defensive score. Dennis, I think that's at least three, that's three in the last, in the last two, two weeks. weeks. I think MJ Green had one earlier in the year that he got tackled at what, like the four-yard line? Yeah. Uh, you had a, a, a punt on a punt. They, they, got, sc- a they got a safety. And that's, that's enough defensive scoring that some teams will have in a decade. Like, this is a special northern defense, and you look at the two matches. And, and I'm going to say this too: they have a wild card because northern they kicked two field goals last week. Mm-hmm. They beat East uh, Point because they kicked two field goals in that game and got a safety. Mm-hmm. Like in in a tight game, they don't have to get all the way to the end zone. They just need to get in range for one of their two kickers, and they can they can win a, a two point game with a last second kick. Whereas with the Mitchell injury, kicking can sometimes be an adventure for the Big Reds. Yeah, and I also want to give the Big Reds. That's a very good point because I don't. This might be that kind of a game where a kick can win it. Yeah, and, and I have no idea what this game is going to be. Are, can Northern contain the uh, explosiveness of Port here on high, or can't they for a MAC Blue title? Port here on high's defense is also something that needs to be talked about because the young guys get in very quickly. Like, yes, they've given up 21 and 23 points the last two weeks. Two weeks ago against Lance Cruz, one was a blocked punt. Uh, Well, that was a blocked punt that went out of the end zone. It was two broken plays, and then they scored on the last play of the game, basically, against the second string. And last week it was 35-0 in the third quarter. I mean, I don't know if this is the kind of game that it could be. But if you come back and it was a, a 10-7 game or a 14-7 game, that's a possibility. I think that's a be- – Because this will be the first time since week one and probably at some point in the second half of week one they took all the, the main guys out. Right. Just because it's like, okay, what's the point? Let's get some guys some reps. Um, but PH's number one defense usually only plays a half or three quarters. They're going to play all four quarters in this game. And they are good. Yes. They are very good. And I honestly think that a lower-scoring game hedges towards Northern just because they've had to do it this this year. And and you just look at what they've done and how consistently their defense has been. Dennis, it's just impressive. And they seem to be getting better. Well, like, I, I know PH has the the guys that can go, boom, 75 yards. Six right. points. Um, they can make that happen. 
What happened this past week for Northern? They had a 73-yard touchdown yep, and Steinhauer. a 65-yard touchdown or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think a long pass. Long. So, hey. That's something that they haven't had. Yeah. And, and that's, I, that's something that will help them in a game like this. Here's, the, the, here's what I can tell you. I guarantee you every player on each team thinks they're going to come in and, and take that trophy back to their school. I don't think there's a doubt. This is going to be a clash of the Titans. Yeah. I, and, and the thing is – this could impact who if you get a home playoff game or not. Yeah, both. I think both these teams feel like they can win this football game. So there's the other in, intriguing point about this. Let's talk about how this affects the future for these two teams because after PH, Northern's got to play at Romeo. They already know they have a Week 9 win. If they wanted it, they can try to – because if you didn't know, Cousineau canceled the rest of their season. Um, long story short, there was a mutiny. Yeah. I, I don't mess with it. I just take the points. It, it depends. You have to know how your team's feeling. If you're banged up, if not, who's available. There's a lot of factors that go into it. But, yeah, depending on how it goes, yeah, take the 55 points or whatever for beating a D2 school. Uh, and for the Big Reds, they've got to play Roseville the following week. Hey, I know you look at the schedule. Roseville's three and three now, but Rose Roseville is six and zero. Oh. Yeah, they have crushed everybody that they have actually played. They they were pissed off and scored seventy four points uh, on Friday to prove a point against Tower. Um, Ro, that that's a tough game. I don't care where they play it. They're playing it at PH this year. Plus, a lot of the kids are on that Roseville team played last year in a game where PH went down to Roseville and beat them 28-27 in a tremendous ball game that Roseville threw away. Yeah, and uh, well. Well, I, we'll, I shouldn't we'll, say threw away, but they were up big early and couldn't hang on because the Big Reds deserve that win. We will um, and then we'll take Reds a look at, play collegiate. at all the playoff possibilities in the second segment. But, yeah, it, it's definitely a big, big showdown for – a multitude of reasons uh, on Friday. This is, I mean, outside of what, 2018, or excuse me, 2019, this might be the biggest the Crosstown showdown's ever felt. Yeah. Yeah, I, and, I, and I hope people realize that, and I hope they come out to this game. Oh, I think you're going to have a huge crowd. I mean, and you got to remember, last year, it was a, it was the biggest crowd of the season, but it was limited, and it wasn't right. cross, cross for the crosstown showdown. Five six thousand people are what normally, and you've gotten up, up to what game. like I mean, twenty nineteen to, to eight or nine for some games. Yeah, um, this game should be a game that people want to come and see because on paper this is as as even as I can ever remember it being. Oh yeah, this one's going to be fun when the picks come up. Um, all right, who else do you want to talk about with the league championship? You want to just talk about Marine City real quick and how uh, they're just well, I mean, steamrolling everybody? We should, and the point that I want to make, and I made it a little bit on the uh, the Saturday morning uh, show, is this is Marine City. A guy gets three carries, goes over 100 yards, and scores a touch. Another guy gets three carries, goes for 70 yards, and scores two touchdowns. Could you imagine if Tigert and Tetler each touched the ball 15 to 20 times a game, the ridiculous video game numbers that they could put up, especially 
the way they've just been bowling through people. And here's the thing. They hardly touch the ball, and Marine City is still bowling through people. I mean, we you go back and look through. This is as dominant as a six-game start to a season as Marine City's maybe ever had. I mean, I know you look through, and they've played arguably some tougher schedules where the scores weren't as lopsided. But as the season goes on, that Fitz win is looking more and more. Fitz is probably going to end up going 8-1. Probably going to end up going 8-1. and one. And they have beaten every opponent they've played. Their closest game was Lamphere, and they still put up 62 points. And Marine City held them to 12. Like, Marine City is a team on a mission. And I don't think we'll know if they're going to be like regional championship good or state championship good until they play Notre Dame prep, and that's going to be the first huge test. Again, we said it. it we, I would call it the Marine City factor. Do they just make good teams look bad? Because St. Clair, okay, even if you take away the Roseville forfeit, might end up being 7-2. and two. Like, that's not a bad football team, and they dominated that game. For By the way, if you don't know, in uh... – what has it been? It's been six games. Fitz has scored 60 or more in half their games, and their worst offensive output this season is 34 points other than the Marine City game. Right. Marine City held them to 12, held a football team to 12 points that had 34 against Clintondale. They had 40-something against Madison, and they had 60, 62, and 64 in their three other wins. So Marine City is just a team that's absolutely rolling. I think that the goal stay healthy because, I mean, we'll talk about it when we look at a possible playoff projection. They might have an easier road to a semifinal than most teams have had in their history. And they'll take advantage of it. Oh, 100%. 100%. St. Clair got that forfeit win over Cousineau. Hey, first time I've ever seen a team get three wins in five days. But, I mean, <laughs> Was again, it even that many days? Well, yeah, because Friday they got the win over North. Monday they got the win over Roseville. Roseville and Wednesday they got the win over Cousin. Yeah. Um, but, hey, take it. Don't apologize for it. Now go beat Warren Woods Tower and win the Matt Gold outright. Well, number and, – and the other thing for the naysayers, uh, they were going to beat Cousin O whether oh, they played yeah. that game or not. Yeah. The, the only thing that that does is it knocks like 59 points off their points for. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, St. Clair, congrats. Um, keep going. They're a team that, Dennis, I know if we said at the beginning of the year, if I told you at the beginning of the year St. Clair would win seven games, you would have looked at me and gone, Brady, be realistic. Like, I know they're a local team, but they're a team that went one and six last year and struggled to score at all. They're not going to do that. And in their wins, they absolutely pour it on. And, and again, the, their one official loss is to Marine City. The other game they lost on the field to, to Roseville, those two teams, undefeated teams, if not for the forfeits for Roseville. Right. So, um, and BWAC real quick, technically there's still five teams alive in the BWAC title race, but for all intents and purposes, Armada Cross-Lex is a championship game two weeks from now. The only thing standing in the way of an undefeated BWAC showdown is Armada has to play Almont and Algonac has to, or Cross-Lex has to host Algonac. Okay, first things first, love the Rats. I've even picked them this season. 
but they're not beating Crosslex. No. In Algonac, in Jetto, in Lakeport, or at Crosslex, and the games are Crosslex. Yep. That's going to be Crosslex being Crosslex this week. They will be undefeated in league when they face Armada. Armada has a little bit tougher task on the road at Almont, but after what has happened to Almont the last two weeks, they seem vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And the way Armada plays, and so far nobody has been able to stop the juggernaut. I think Armada, Croslex, week eight will be two teams. One of them will suffer their first league loss. And you have to oh. – Elmont might be kind of the wounded dog scenario where they're backed into a corner and they're fighting for their playoff lives. But Armada, hey, we talk about that northern defense. Armada's given up 38 points this year. And and even, let me put this, even if one of them loses, the game the next week is still for the championship, but it's just are we sharing it or right. is one of us the outright champion? Yep. So... It's 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 a two team race. <laughs> yes, it is a two team race unless something completely unprecedented happens. So, all right, um, you want to you want to have some fun and look at the playoffs and and such. Yeah, let's take the break and then we'll do that. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. 
Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N car C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back with uh, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports podcast. And, uh, yeah, I, I this is what I miss about the old format, like it or don't like it. I could tell you right here and right now, Northern's in. Marine City's in, Armada's in, Ubley's in, and with wins this week, Anchor Bay's in, PH is in, St. Clair's in, Croslex in. I can't do that anymore. Well, I mean, you <laughs> can, but you don't know for a fact. Like, without doing a bunch of math, you don't know. Basically, all those teams you mentioned are in. Like, I don't know, the, but you, you need to go through and do everything to be 100% sure. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start big schools or small schools first? Um, start with the big schools. All right. So right now in Division Two, it seems pretty set what I think a district could be. Um, so it, Port Huron High and Northern obviously are going to be in the same district. I don't see a scenario ever where they get pulled away from each other. The question is, who's in it? Because in Division Two, they're kind of on an island. 
you have to go all the way down. The closest D2 school to them is like Lance Cruz. Uh, if you go west, you have to get to what? Like Flint area, Saginaw. So it's they're, they're kind of on an island, and it's a grab bag who they get drawn with. Right now, and this is according to Snooze to you, uh, Northern and High would be in a district with Roseville and Lance Cruz. Now, Roseville would most likely be the four seed and have to go to Memorial Stadium, but they would probably still be the favorite to win that district because, again, technically three and three, but they are a very talented team. Now, the thing is, there's a scenario where Roseville might not make the playoffs. If Port Huron High can beat them week eight, and the following week, Roseville has to play Dakota, and they stumble there, a 4-5 and five Roseville team would most likely not make the playoffs. Now, the, the double-edged sword of that is, well, that leaves a spot open in their district, and who's about five miles from Roseville? It's not even that. Yeah, Warren D. LaSalle. So, is there any way that Mott gets that draw? I mean, Mott is, you look at it on a map, it wouldn't make any sense. Your only hope, the only other thing that might happen is if, let's say, Lance Cruz completely falls off the map or there's an, one of those four teams is doesn't make the playoffs, is that Gross Point South gets drawn up and they basically do a district that's along 94 and do that and you, they, De La Salle goes west. That would be the scenario... There's not a whole lot of variance in what can happen in D2 because, again, High and Northern are on an island. Like, they're not – like the, there's the, not a lot of different spots they can go. In that scenario, like, if, if De La Salle moves up, they're going to be the number one seed. If Gross Point South moves up, High and Northern right now are the home team in that right. matchup. So, that's there's a little bit of – of something nice there for you. But Delis, it doesn't matter with Delis. I mean, they've proven the, uh, multiple times now that they can come up to Memorial Stadium and beat either team. Right. And, again, it's hard to speculate. Like, that's just a simple one. I mean, Dennis, we were looking at scenarios before. A team on the west side of the state making the playoffs or not could completely throw all the, the districts in limbo because, okay, well, this team has to go here, this team goes here, and he's just drawing the circles of four teams. That gets messed up. But I think that's the most likely scenario in Division Two, and I don't think there's a lot of question that if either team will make it, especially with Port here on Northern, for all intents and purposes, being 7-0, and even if they lose to High and Romeo, they're still in the playoffs. Like, and in Port here on High, I think they they will beat Collegiate. Collegiate doesn't impress me with they're, they're like four and two right now. Even if they end up six and three, they're still in the playoffs. So that's that's Division Two. Um, Division Three, Marysville has basically has to win out. That loss at Clintondale was a killer. That that stings. Yeah, because now you have a tough part of your schedule. Yeah, it's going to be a tall task to go 3-0 and the last three weeks. Um, the good news is a couple of those games are at home, but they're not easy games. And then if they got in, they would be in districts with like Harper Woods, Brother Rice, St. Mary's, or King. So, I mean, we talked about it last year. If Marysville ever won a state title or made a run to Ford Field, 
they can brag over any other team that's ever done it because they would have beaten like four state championship quality teams. Um, all right, so let's go to Division Four, and Division Four is where it gets very interesting. St. Clair, North Branch, and Croslex all look to be pretty safe bets to make the playoffs. The only one that's maybe in question is North Branch. Now, the the thing there is like those three schools will be in a district together. Now, the question is, who's that fourth team? And a couple of things play into that. So right now on Snooze to You, and again, the teams that are in are correct on Snooze to You. Like the playoff point is a black and white, cut and dry formula yeah. where. But it's based on today and not right. what it's going to be. Right. right now. So if the playoff started today, he projects that Notre Dame prep would go with uh, St. Clair, Croslex, North Branch. By the way, St. Clair is probably going to be a one seed in whatever district they're in. Because nah. they, they're, they're the smallest team in a division with, with a, lot, a lot with twos. Roseville's a one, and so they now technically have a win over a Division one team. That's racking up wins. That's huge points. Yes. And bonus points because Roseville's winning, winning right. more games. Ro- Roseville might win six games. Right. Even with the 3-4. The 3-4. So that is like St. Clair's going to end up, if they win out, a top five seed in the state. So those three are most likely going to be in the same thing. Now, Cross-Lex and North Branch, they're going to probably be on the road. Cross-Lex, because last week they played Almont. This week they're playing Algonac. Those are D6 schools. They're going to struggle to get playoff points just because of the size of the schools they're playing. And then we know Almont's a good program. doesn't matter. It's all about size. Yeah, Almont is what? D. Six. six or seven. Six. And especially if Almont can't pick up a win or two down the stretch, really going to hinder Cross-Lex. Now, if it's not Notre Dame Prep, who is a very talented team, that would be one of the tougher districts in the state. It would be a team like Lampfear. And Lampfear, I don't know if that's a more winnable game or not. Lampfear, the other wild card might be Country Day. Those are all schools that you look at a map, you look at these pins and everything. Uh, it depends where it goes. And the other thing that might throw a wrench in that is you want to talk about a team on an island in Division Four Freeland is like the only D4 school projected to make the playoffs within like 100 miles of them. Like they are way out there. They're, and if you don't know Freeland by Saginaw, they might have to go west and play teams like Cadillac or 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 Sparta like they might be going that direction and that'll throw it off it all depends how the MHSA draws the lines Uh, I'll tell you what uh, there's one guy that Hmm. would enjoy Freeland coming over to his bracket yeah yeah Mike I think Mike LeGrow would love to play Freeland play his alma mater oh yeah don't you oh yeah yeah, he would. He would and I don't think he'd care that. where they played it. No, but that's just something to look at if you're trying to figure out, well, who might they play? It might be St. Clair being the one seed and Cross Lex right now, if the playoffs started today, would have to go to Notre Dame Prep. Now, the good news is if Notre Dame Prep is in a district, we'll get to see them and actually get eyes on them to say, okay, Notre Dame Prep's legit or Cross Lex should be the favorite in that yeah, game. Because in week nine, they're playing Marine City. And that should be a very, very good game. But, again, you look at it, like, 
when we were looking at different scenarios and there's a thing it's out of all things called goosepoop.org or something.com and you can go goofy name but a great site yeah you go pick a team and you fill out the rest of the schedule and see okay if this happens this is how what would happen and like if Tecumseh gets in that would swing whether it's Lamphere or Notre Dame prep and things like that but it looks like those three teams will be in a district together. So, again, not too much variance, but I think if you had to pick, by the way, Lanfear right now has 46 playoff points. Notre Dame Prep has 48. Crosslex has 45.6. So, you might be able to finagle a home game, especially if maybe Marysville or someone can knock off Lanfear down the stretch. Um, yeah, but they play uh, they play South Lake, Marysville, Hazel Park, Lanfear. So, Crosslex getting a home game might be tough in that scenario. All right. But, again, of our area teams uh, that I don't worry about, like I don't worry about Marine City when they have to go on the road. I don't worry about Crosslex if they have it's to go on the road. It's less about worrying about them going on the road and more about, like, if you get a country day at Crosslex. We talked about it last year with North Branch and why going to Lapeer changed things. You get them to go to – nowhere Michigan, somewhere they didn't know existed. They thought it was – Dennis, when I was in at Wayne State, people thought Marysville was a two-and-a-half-hour drive from, <laughs> from Detroit because they just it's, – it's north of 23 Mile. That's up north. <laughs> like, so it'll feel like a five-hour bus ride to them. It's less – I'm less worried about Crosslex because I know they'll travel. It's more about, hey, maybe you can get advantage because they have to travel. Even if they have to go to Country Day, because it'll be on a Saturday afternoon on that nice turf field, I don't discount Croslex's chances there. Oh, no. No, but let's not get the cart too far ahead yeah, of the no, horse. I, I know. I know. Um, Division 5 is where more of our local teams are, and this might be our best chance for a local district. Right now, Marine City, Richmond, Armada, Lutheran North is a district, according to Snooze to You. And one thing I want to bring – well, let's talk about this. Uh, let's talk about the district because Richmond has a tough road the rest of the way. They are not a guarantee. If they win one more game, they're most likely in the playoffs. But that means they have to beat one of North Branch, Almont, and Jackson County, Parma Western, who is 4-2, and two, and I couldn't tell you anything about them. Um, I don't know if their wins are good, bad, and different. Uh, they, they're they a, a little bit of a bigger school, so if Richmond can get a win, potentially bumps them to a three seed instead of a four. Uh, yeah, but that's – and Lutheran North schedule is very favorable down the stretch, so it's likely those four teams make it, and that's probably a slam dunk for a district. I'll tell you what's a slam dunk in that district is Marine City and Armada playing for the district title and one of them going to the regional. And if they do that, which I think is very possible, it looks like the regional final would be as winnable as a game as I have ever seen a regional final be. Right now, the downriver schools in Division 5 are bad. Like, if the playoffs started today, the District 2 in Region 4 would be Dundee, who is four and two and very eh, like 
I know they 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 none of their wins impress me. Maybe I just don't know enough about them. Um, Detroit Cody, nothing. Two and four Flat Rock and two and four Flint Powers. And the most interesting team there is Flint Powers. Dennis, we complained about hypotheticals um, in in the summer and when we were talking about this before. Well, and people go, well, that's just all hypothetical. Yeah, technically it could happen, but it never would. If Flint Powers loses out and goes two and seven, their playoff point average will be higher than it is right now at two and four, and they would they are a lock to make the playoffs right now, Dennis. Yeah, they they they, they, are, they can lose out and they're still going to the playoffs at two and seven, and their wins would have been over Flint Hamity, who is an all right team, and Saginaw Arthur Hill, who has not won a game. But they've also played some giants. They have, but at what point? Okay. Our complaint was, all right, so you can just schedule a bunch of really good teams, get killed every game, and then go to the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I'm just just out of curiosity. I wonder if there is a way you could go on nine and make the playoffs. You're like theoretically, a, but two and you're, seven. You're like a division eight school, and you somehow get nine D one teams to play you. That wins all of them, but they're all teams that you know are. Eight wins or better. And right. Y- you could make the playoffs. So, anyway, looking at the, the road for Marine City and Armada, I think the winner of that game, if this is what holds, and there's, I don't think there's a lot of variance, if that's what holds, the winner of Marine City Armada is staring a state semifinal matchup in the face. Now, I just, that I just state think semifinal game would be – a dogfight. I just, uh, just real quick, I just find it interesting that if anybody but Dundee won that other district, doesn't matter who wins the the district, Marine City, Richmond, Armada, or Luther North, they get a home game against everybody but Dundee in the regional. Right, if it started right now. And Armada and Marine City get a home game no matter what. Right. So, it could be a lot of games at East China Stadium, <laughs> which would be a lot of fun. But... And the other region, and this might help uh, Marine City or Armada because the Bugaboo Frankenmuth is over there. And along with them, Essexville Garber, uh, also Williamston, and Portland. Now, those are four teams that I think at the beginning of the year people were talking about possibly playing for a state championship. You have a much easier road if you're Marine City. Again, not discounting the Armada game or, uh, I mean, that's their toughest game. And, I mean, I know Richmond's there. They've had battles in the playoffs, but when Richmond's had their two big games, it's not gone the Blue Devils' way. You could potentially have a much less physical road and a much less demanding road than, say, a Portland or Frankenmuth. And Who may end up playing each other right, in a regional game. Which would just be a bloodbath. Yeah, and you'd get them the next week. And where that game would be played, I, I, we're, we can talk about that in a month. Well, yeah, but right now, it'd be a, it's a state semifinal game, yeah, neutral it's, site. It's a neutral site, but I mean, you know. if you play Frankenmuth, play it like, I mean, what's a turf field by like Ortonville, Brandon, somewhere in Flint area? Anyway, but that's I know what, where there's a turf field where they should play that game. Where Marysville. <laughs> 
I'm tired of those teams getting the game where they only have to drive a half hour and our teams have to drive an hour and a half or more. I know you are. Um, like the last time uh, Marine City met Portland, they had to drive over to Howell or someplace. Anyway, before you get too far on your rant, by the way, right now, Almont is barely in the playoffs. They would meet Millington if they started today in Division 8 with our smaller schools. Ubley would play USA, and Harbor Beach would have a rematch with a Cass City team. Mooney would get drawn kind of to the west with Clarkston Everest, Flint Beecher, and Marlette. So depending on how, on what teams end up making the playoffs and which don't depends if Mooney goes north or west or potentially even south because in a different district is actually Mount Clemens and they're not that far from Mooney but they'd be in a different district. Yeah, I think Mooney's going to win out. I don't know if that's going to change their position. Yeah, I, I'd have to look through everything. Uh, you know, Cabrini. Uh, but K-Pack is, is in there, and the uh, other game is Whitmore Lake. Uh, but they get three straight home games to finish the season, so it goes Cabrini, Whitmore Lake, and then um, K-Pack to close out. I think those are three winnable games for them. Yeah. So, all right. Um, anything else before we get into our top ten, which, uh, which honestly – I wish there was something more because uh, uh, top ten, is, I just – I just ugh. <laughs> we'll I hate be, it. We'll be fine. I hate it. Here, uh, I'll do this one. Uh, if it started right now, Deckerville would play uh, Britain Deerfield, and the other side would be uh, Genesee and Lenaway Christian, who is uh, a really good uh, team. Uh, and then in uh, Division Two, it might not matter where anybody is because I don't know if anybody's beating Morris. Yeah, the, the, right now the district would be everybody. Portland, St. Patrick, Peck, North Huron, and Morris. And Peck would have to travel Portland, St. Patrick has been one of those bugaboo playoff teams for teams from the thumb area. So that's that's would be a tough draw if it stays the way. That was a tough loss for Peck this uh past week. Yeah. I I would have bet money they were three touchdowns better than Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart. I was shocked when I saw that score. I I don't know which score shocked me more, that one or the Marysville game. And in fact I told you before we went on the air, if I wasn't at the Marysville game, I would have just said, nope, that score was reported wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw that too. So, All right, top tens are next. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. I hate you. You introduced this segment. It's the top ten, <laughs> folks. Um, top ten every week. Dennis begrudgingly does it. He basically puts the names in a hat, pulls it out, and that's how he gets his top ten uh, each I've, week. I've had a different top ten every week. Um, yeah. I'm looking at mine right now, and honestly... This is probably going to be the least tough one to do, just going off of last week's. Now, ne- the next couple weeks, things are going to get thrown for a loop. Right now, I don't think it's going to be too different. Dennis, you start us this week. Okay, at number 10 is where I slot Cardinal Mooney. I know they lost big time 
at Everest, but I actually kind of expected that. Everest is legit. Uh, that was a tough game for uh, a good Mooney football team to go down and try to win. But Mooney's 4-2. and two. They have four good wins. I think they're going to win out and be a 7-2 and two football team and a team that makes the, the playoffs. And with Marysville not winning, I really don't have a team from outside to bring in new and fresh. Harbor Beach got upset. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Marysville got upset. So Mooney's going to hold in despite a bad loss to a good team. They're still 4-2. and two. They're still good enough to be my number 10 team. So you have a team that just had a, a same like you, really bad loss, but they stay in. I keep Almont in. I just looked at every other team below them, and I don't think I could justify putting them over Almont. It's more or less Almont earned this than nobody else took it from them. Like, if Marysville wins, I put them in there. If Mo- if Mooney wins, I'd probably shoot them up the rankings a little more. There, if Harbor Beach wins, they slot in there, but they didn't. So I got to keep Almont in there. So Almont's my number ten team. Nine is where I put Almont. Again, I'm not going to punish them too much for loss on overtime loss on the road at North Branch. And let's face it, the the BWAC has two big monster teams in it. One of them is Crosslex. Mm-hmm. They lost the Crosslex 41-7. to But, again, I like Elmont against a lot of other teams. Um, I don't know how much they're going to win down the stretch. I don't know if they're going to be able to maintain staying in the, the top ten. But I also don't know who's going to win enough football games to kick them out of the top ten. But right now, Elmont is at least the ninth best team in our area. At least. Well, I will tell you what, my number nine team is not Cardinal Mooney. We have a newcomer in the poll. The first time this season, the Marlette Red Raiders make my poll at four and two. They lost an opening game to Reese. Reese, pretty good team. They just lost the Bad Axe, but they were pretty good. And Marlette gave up three defensive scores in that game. That's an anomaly. And the only other loss since then is Ubley. And I have said... All along, Ubley's a team that is bound and determined to get to Ford Field and no one's getting in their way. Again, who else would I put there? You want to make the argument for Elmont? Sure. But Marlette, I know they've just beaten Brown City, K-Pack, and Memphis, but they're 4-2. and two. I don't have anyone else to put in there. Let the Red Raiders go in there. I, I'm fine with that other than I'd say this, that I believe that if Elmont and Marlette played a game, Elmont would win. And that, and I, you know, I don't, I don't know speculation on my part, but that's why I kind of, cause I looked at them and I'm like, eh, you know, they're, they're four and two. I give them a little love, but I just, I've seen Elmont play. I believe Elmont would be a serious threat in the GTC East, even to Ubley. Yeah. Well, I mean, nine and 10 were kind of a grab bag. For, for me, there's eight deserving teams to be in this poll this week. So, nine and ten, we're kind of up in the air. So, go ahead, Dennis. I got that. At, uh, number eight is where I've got North Branch. I think they're going to win out the, their schedule, or at least they have a really good chance to win out their, their schedule. Their win over uh, Elmont changed my doubting ways for uh, North Branch. Uh, are they a great football team? No, but they're a pretty damn good football team. Yeah, North Branch is number eight for me, and for everything you just said, 
that win over Elmont kind of solidified themselves. Like, it answered the questions uh, that I had. And plus, let's be fair, that Armada loss is looking better with hindsight. Because when it first happened, you went, oh, maybe they're not that, that great, but Armada's proven they're a wrecking ball. And North Branch has given them their toughest game yet. North Branch at number eight to me. Yeah, North Branch probably gave Croslex their toughest game so far. Well, in the BWAC, yes. Yeah. All right, uh, number seven is where I put St. Clair this week. The The Saints are on an upswing. They're another team that I had some doubts that Gross Point North win was great. I wish they could have played this week because uh, 70 to nothing win, even though it's Cousino, is sexy. And But I, I've got the, the Saints uh, solidly in at number seven because I just simply think six through one, I don't know if I've got them in the right order, but they're definitely the top six teams in the area. Yeah, St. Clair's number seven for me. I'm not going to fire them on their day off. Um, <laughs> yeah, they won this week and clinched the hey, league title. Since last time we did the rankings, they've gotten two wins. So, <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, St. Clair at seven. Matt Gold, at least co-champs. Congratulations to them. They're number seven. Number six is where I put Ubley this week. Uh, because again, I just I respect their resume and I respect what they do on the field, and they're six and zero, uh, and kind of an unchallenged six and zero. And that's not from a lack of a tough schedule. That's why I have Ubley at six. Um, yeah, a thirty-four six win over Sandusky, and they have two cakewalks until they play at Bad Axe. Yeah, so they're going to be eight zero going into that game. And that might – honestly, Dennis, if that game was on like a Thursday or a Saturday, I might just go up to watch that game. It, it'd probably be worth it because uh, we know that Bad Axe is good and mm. we know that Ubley is good and generally you get a good game when two good teams play each other. Yep, generally. so we've agreed too much on this one. Number six, Ubley for me. Number five is where Croslex is this week, another gargantuan uh, win. But, again, everybody else in front of them won, so I can't punish one team over the uh, other. But uh, Croslex, let, let, let's just say it. We've got five elite teams in our area right now, and Croslex is one of them, but I've got them at number five right now. That Williamston game is a stinger. They beat the Williamston team. They're Arguably, they're number one because I might have them number one in spite of Marine City doing what they do to this point through six weeks. They've done what's expected. They've beaten teams they're supposed to beat. And number five, that's where I kept Northern. It's another nice win, but again, the teams ahead of them also did what they needed to do. And for for to make a shift at this point, someone has to do something unexpected like if northern went out and beat lons crew 60 to nothing i go oh my god maybe i should move them up like that's unexpected it's it was a very nice win it was a statement win now here here's a question that's going to throw you in a tizzy if northern or high dominate the game on friday how high do you vault them um they get to move up but you know what who else gets to move up Croslex gets to move up. Mm-hmm. That's what Croslex needs. See, my thing is, is I've had Northern and PH up there all season long for what they've been doing. And Croslex, even though I've always thought they are, are a good team and they may win the BWAC, which also will propel them yes. up a little higher in the rankings. Um, 
my, my thing is, though, that I've had those two teams up. They keep winning, so I can't justify moving Crosslex past them right now. One of them is going to lose this week, mm-hmm. and if Crosslex puts on a show against Algonac, Crosslex will probably be higher than the loser of the Yeah, you Big say Rex that until Northern you get a 22-21 game that's decided on a two-point conversion. Well, I mean, but still. Right. Um, so, something's something's got to give, and if one team keeps winning, that I think is good. And two teams, uh, it's not my fault they had to play each other. <laughs> right. All right. Who's your number four team? Number four is PH. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's where I have PH two. They they beat a Lakeshore team. Got the young guys in. Again, what do you want them to do? I know it's not a lot of change in either of our top tens, but not a lot was worth changing. Number three. Yeah, everybody kept move, moving along. Three is where I have Northern at. Again, it, it's about being 6-0. and oh. the, You know, I love Crosslex. I love PH. PH might beat Northern, but right now both of those teams have a loss. Northern doesn't have a loss. And the Northern defense has been legit through six weeks of the season. And now all of a sudden they're scoring more points. I'm not going to punish Port Huron Northern. I'm going to keep them where they've been. Yeah. All right. So three is where I had my biggest, the toughest decision to make. Because I had said for the past few weeks that Armada had a better resume than Croslex. If you strip the names down and just said Team A, Team B. Armada beat a team that, I mean, doesn't really bolster a resume. That's not something you put on the top of your line if you're Armada and you run MLA City. Now, Croslex ran Almont. And would have run MLA City. Yes. So that's a very nice win. That's a Elmont team that we both said is a top 10 team in the area, Dennis. So it's okay. Is that enough to put them up over Armada? And I'm going to cop out and say I'm going to wait till this week and see what Armada does. And I'm keeping Crosslex at three just because I don't want to. I mean, okay, I'm not going to get in the business of, oh, Crosslex beat Elmont by. 34 or made only beat them by 27 so Crosslex is better like yeah no i'm like, not going to do that either because if that were the formula st Clair would be higher than port here on northern so and i don't think that's, that's the case that th- basically these two teams because Crosslex is three it's a holding pattern and le- unless something unexpected happens next week week eight will decide who it is because uh, i will tell you what the, the difference between 9 and 8 in my top 10 is greater than the difference between 8 and 1 and the difference between like 5 and 1 is microscopic i think yeah no i the, or at least 5 and 2 yeah I, you no I, i'm from from 1 to 5 i think you could make an argument for any of those teams to be number 1 mm-hmm. i think uh, and i would listen to your argument here's the thing with my top 3 they're 18 and 0 they haven't been beaten by anybody and until somebody beats them, they're my top three teams. Right. So, number um, two. I, I can't flinch on that. So, Armada is number two. Yep. Armada is number two. I mean, went through the whole soliloquy with Crosslex at number three. It's going to be decided on the field in like a week and a half. So, I'm not going to go and try to go, okay, well, common opponents, this, this, this. 
We'll we'll find out yeah. in two weeks. I'll, I'll let them decide where they're going to end up on my poll after week eight. Yeah, and and unless like Armada squeaks out a game against Almont or like they win a six to three game, then maybe I they consider that. But if Armada goes to Almont, gets the job done, it's staying two and three until that game happens. All right, and then obviously number one is Marine City. I don't even know why we uh, have to point that out to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> We should just go one ten nine eight seven six because Marine City's number. I think Marine City's been number one in every single poll I've done. Yeah, see, I was different last year because last year you had them one and I had them two and PH one. Um, like, this year, I've been right along with you that uh, until the until somebody beats them, uh, and even if somebody beats them, if they don't whip them, what can you do with Marine City? Like. Right. It just seemed to be I mean, the class. Last year, it felt like area. we kept number one and two were like five through one this year. Looking back on it, Marysville probably was close to that same category, especially you look at the talent on that King team that they lost to. Very impressive. But Marysville had some special players last yeah, year. Like if I wish we would have had a full season with that team. But like one and two was the biggest debate last year. Like, we, I think we both agree last year, whoever number three was, it felt like there was a jump and then got to number two, whether it was PH or Marine City. Where now, I mean, you could ma- I could give you six teams and you could make an argument they could be number one and I wouldn't laugh you off the yeah, table. In no, fact, I, 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 I might listen to you. I'm just saying one through five this year is a compliment. If you land, I mean, even because you, you have up at six, one right? Five, it's a compliment. Because Ubley might be pound for pound, kid for kid, the best team in the area. It's just that they're the smallest. But for small schools, they might have the best chance to win a state title out yeah. of any team in the area. Yeah, yeah. That's and again, how you, you can't really ignore that. Right. But again, we know if Croslex played Ubley or Port Huron played Ubley or Marine City, or Armada, or Northern played Ubley. It's probably not much of a game, but Ubley's got 22 kids on their team, and all they do is beat right. the teams and they have to play. 150 kids in their school. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big difference. Right. So there, there There's more kids walking in the hallways of those other schools who don't go out for football than there are in the entire school at Ubley. Exactly. So anything else before we wrap this up? I think that – uh, I've tried to talk my way out of everything well enough. I think if I were in court, I could get a hung jury. <laughs> Reasonable doubt. <laughs> Reasonable doubt. We're going to have a fun guest picker up for Thursday's show. Oh, yes. This is uh, – I'm, and I'm also going to have to get the woo-woo switch, too. <laughs> That's why we can edit it. But anyway – It's going to be a lot of editing. It's going to be a lot of fun, though. Yes, it will be. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.